I accept the apology, but I'm saying the apology is not enough. Um, I'm saying this because last year in February they printed a front page document called Mr. Fixit bumps his salary by 350%. In April, the North Houghton High Court found that I'm entitled to that money, as I had always insisted, and they never retracted that article or sent an apology or a correction. They left it, and I was removed as um, uh, acting group CEO at the time by the board because they claimed that I had paid myself monies. Um, I also opened a case of... Um, Perjury against the chairperson of the board at the time. Um, and that was? Um, the Popo Mulefe. I opened a cage of perjury against him in after that um, high court uh, judgment. Because in the high court uh, affidavit that he deposed, he claimed he did not know anything about it. And I had adduced evidence both to the court and to the police to say, look, this guy has perched himself. And it went on. Um, and I asked Prasa at the time to honor the agreement they had with me because they terminated it on the wrong basis. Um, I had been writing to them, and they never really responded to me. Um, in June, beginning of June this year, I was then appointed again on the Prasa board as the non-executive director. Um, then it started again. This uh, media uh, story started again. They never really gained traction until on the 24th of June, actually two days before, which is the 22nd of June, I received a call from a Kefas Hosanna, who's a Sunday Times uh, journalist, who said, uh, your Prasa stories are back. I then said they can't be because I have um, a high court judgment uh, that uh, had clearly stated that the perpetuation of a myth that I actually bumped my salary is both unfair and unjust. I, I referred him, which is actually paragraph 22 of that uh, judgment. I also gave him a public service commission letter that was written to the then minister, uh, Joe Maswangani, uh, stating that uh, the public service commission had looked at the matter and they had actually seen the high court ruling and therefore, based on the high court ruling, they had uh, looked at it and there's nothing there. So I gave both to him. I then said to him, there's no chance that the AG would go above the high court. So, And in any event, if I was investigating, I, I'm, I'm a subject of the investigation, they would have talked to me. Um, he mute, I then said, even if you mention this, maybe this paragraph would be important, that the perpetuation of a myth is both unfair and unjust. He writes the article. On that Sunday, the 24th of June, it comes, it says, uh, payback. Uh, the AG tells the 350 boss. Now, I look at this, I phone him, I ask him, he says, no, I'm not responsible for headlines. Then I took the matter to the press ombudsman. To take it, the matter to the press ombudsman, they still insisted Sunday Times that they're not going to withdraw this thing. Their internal ombud was uh, Susan's, I think, smarts, wrote a long story of why they think they're right and all that. I, at that time, had already written to the Auditor General to say, please confirm if there's such a report. He wrote, he said, this is a forged report. He knew nothing about it. At that time, the DA had also called me a thief and that all monies uh, that were stolen from Praza must be taken back, meaning I'm a thief. So I think it's unfair that people would look at this thing, look at us as black professionals, malign our name, call us names. I mean, you should have seen what was happening on social media. Um, everywhere I move around, I'm called 350%. So just to say I'm sorry, just not enough.
So you say you want more than an apology. So what, no, what an more apology. do you want? Well, um, I need people arrested. You can't go and f- uh, forge a Chapter 9 institution document and get away with it. Sunday Times must tell us who these people are so that the police must move on them. Civilly, I've lost a lot. The income I would have earned at that time, uh, my name is disparaged. I can't put a CV in the market now because I'm Mr. 350%. And they continue to do that. And I think it's only fair that I'm compensated for those damages. How much are you looking at in compensation? I have absolutely no. As I said this morning, I, I, I rely on my lawyers to do that. But it's going to be quite a substantial sum. And uh, you would be seeking this from Sunday Times solely? No. I'll start with Prasa. They, they are their own board. They, the chairperson of the board at the time moved around telling people, I'm a fraud. I'm all this. He always thought I'm this, I'm that, but I'm this. And he knew the truth, by the way. And um, I'm, I'm going after Prasa. I'm going after this board members in their personal capacity as well. I'm going after this journalist. And to the extent that Sunday Times does not do something about it, and the journalist and they don't show anything, I think I'm going to also add them on to the list of respondents of people that must actually jointly and severally pay for the damages they cause to my name. And that was uh, part of the conversation I had with uh, Collins Litswalo, who is a former Prasa acting CEO. And there's more and more explosive in what he had to say. And uh, we'll try and bring more of that uh, for you. But we also are hoping to give right of reply to everyone who was mentioned, and he did mention quite a few um, people and uh, those allegations, of course, uh, stand and we'll give them right of reply. And we tried to get hold of uh, Kaifas Hosanna, uh, the journalist in question, and he has indicated that uh, the uh, Sunday Times uh, will be dealing with that matter through their legal team and that he will not be speaking on this matter at this stage.